Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patent process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So... Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dan, and you are listening to Agency Rock Stars. And joining me on the stage, as it were, as another rock star, is Jerry Abiog. Jerry, welcome to the show, first of all. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. You're too kind with those words. Hey, man. Fellow rock star, (laughs) we're going to have some fun. So Jerry Jerry is the co-founder and CMO of a company called uh, Standard Insights. Um, Jerry also comes from the agency world, so we're going to have a little bit of a story time here in a minute. But Jerry, tell me if you would a little bit about what you're doing right now and how you got into it. Yeah, Dan. So I am one of four co-founders of Standard Insights. And what we are is that we are an AI as a service growth marketing platform. And what we do is we help businesses prioritize and execute data-driven omni-channel campaigns. And why is this important, Dan? Well, it helps, we help businesses target the right person with the right product or service at the right time. Mm -hmm. This can help with driving both top and bottom line growth. In essence, Dan, we can help once business provided they have enough data become competitive in a data-driven world with marketing precision using artificial intelligence. Right on. So it's all about the data then and, and how to use it. It's all about the data and how to use it. Correct. Yeah, that that context. So you're making rock stars of others. So you've kind of become that like producer now, right? The rock star producer. Yeah, sort of, kind of. Yeah, yeah in, in a nutshell. <laughs> and, um, and I know we we're talking the green room, how I got here. So a little background on myself. Got roughly 25 years of sales and marketing experience, Dan. So I'm an old guy. <laughs> and 10 years ago, I left the corporate world <laughs> and started my own business, which you saw on, um, on LinkedIn, I believe, Iron Bear Business Development. And what I did is help software companies with sales and marketing initiatives. And along the way, I've had great successes and worked with companies with great successful exits. But as they say in life, you learn from failures. And one of my clients, uh, I'll be honest, Dan, was a big utter bus. It was an utter big failure. <laughs> it was with another artificial intelligence machine learning startup. But as that was imploding, I learned two things. Number one, doesn't matter what software you're selling, your end users or your potential customers or current customers want something that's easy to use and it'll solve their business problem. Mm-hmm. And number two, there was something bubbling beneath the surface with regards to things in the artificial intelligence space. So much so there was an article or there was a study put out nearly two years ago from Grandview Research, I believe, that the AI uh, space is looking to grow to close to $500 billion in five short years. So knowing what I learned back then from this failure through serendipity serendipitous events, I met my future co-founder who was visiting Atlanta, Georgia. So it was this gentleman uh, from Chennai, India. He used to live here in Atlanta, work as a technological architect for 
you know, biggest companies in the planet, General General Electric. He pitched me this idea that he had. You know, we met through mutual friends and uh, thought it had enough merit uh, to it. Learning from what I learned from my past experiences to take it to the next step. So I, mm-hmm. I took that idea, flew from Atlanta to Denver, Colorado, to the outdoor retail show, and when I came back to Atlanta a week later, had secured two beta clients and we were off to the races. So that was two and a half years ago. Man, it wasn't, wasn't it off the ground and you've got clients that must, I mean, that's, that's gotta feel good. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of handshaking when you could do, do that back in the day, uh, at trade shows. So just I, went from booth to booth and pitched and yeah. I remember those days. I vaguely something about meeting people and that kind of thing. Meeting um, people, shaking hands and <laughs> this seeing the reactions, but we're doing mm-hmm. it on zoom. So it's the next best thing. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, about that sort of, um, how do you scale a business in today's world? You know, you guys have been around for a couple of years now, so you've had some growth. You had those great beta testers from shaking hands, but now over the last year, we've seen a huge change. How do you scale in the modern marketplace? So as funny or cliche as this may sound, we really started to scale and taken off because of wait for it, COVID. I mean, it was a, I understand that the whole world is suffering uh, through it at one point, but we, we took that that negative, and I think Winston Churchill, you know, had a quote: "Never let a good crisis go to waste." So, literally, when COVID started, um, well, actually, before COVID started last year, uh, I did my first podcast, and that kind of got the ball rolling. So, this was January, February last year. I did my first podcast. And when when the world was shut down and we came out of it, uh, you know, I started appearing on all these other podcasts, not only a podcast, but then I had written like I'm up to three or four articles for different, uh, you know, different publications and different in different verticals that were attacking. So things like that gave uh, the company instant credibility. Mm. So now if I'm, you know, on LinkedIn and you know, connecting with people. And, you know, the big gripe with LinkedIn is that after you connect with with someone, the, the sales pitch comes away, right? So now if I connect with Dan, maybe I'll wait a week later and I say, hey, Dan, you know, thanks for connecting. Check this article, this podcast, this article, you know, may interest you. And it's me on the podcast and it's me that's writing their article, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm with someone, right? Someone bigger than me and a bigger podcast or, you know, another magazine that I had written for, it's me writing for them or it's me being interviewed on their podcast. And, and typically, you know, if you're a podcast host, you don't want to bring in a knucklehead or if you, uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, you have a, hopefully. Um, and so that kind of started building the credibility and just one by one people through the magic of uh, the internet and SEO and being locked down, um, started to find it. Yeah. So it's, our company. Yeah. It's interesting that you are using kind of like two separate, but both media like article writing isn't yeah. that dead, but it's not. Yeah. Right? So that's awesome. And then obviously podcasting, that's really cool. And then two, to add to this, um, I started doing that and, and artificial intelligence, which was taken off on its own, uh, before COVID. Right. But it was going to, you know, but then COVID comes, everyone's locked down, and everyone is still kind of locked down. But this whole idea of digital transformation now is in the forefront of people's minds. And it's yeah. not 
it's not me that invented it. You can Google digital transformation. And there are articles there by, by McKinsey, Deloitte, and, you know, how is digital transformation powered, you know, by data. So it's these, these, you know, meeting of the minds or, you know, because of COVID that help accelerate all this. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah, and I, what you said too, Jerry. You know, obviously, COVID is is a, is a has been a terrible pandemic on, on the country, on the world. You know, deaths and and overworking our healthcare systems. But out of that, the ashes can come some really good things. So it's interesting that the AI is what's taking off. Um, yeah. So tell so tell me a little bit about. Uh, I, I want to hear a story, right? I, what you said about using AI, uh, multi-channel marketing, all that makes sense. But let's let's go with a story that highlights a specific way you've helped one of those clients and what that win looks like. Yeah, so uh, AI, we started off working with the uh, e-commerce vertical and AI, just a brief definition, is getting a computer to think and act like a human. We're seeing it in two things right now, you know, Amazon uh, with the product recommendations Mm -hmm. and Netflix with the movie recommendations. So this was, so we just, it's just 2021 right now, January in 2019 we decided to branch, look at other verticals from e-commerce to brick and mortar in restaurants. And we, we thought of creating a, an AI-driven uh, digital menu, if you will, so people could do stuff over the phone. And two reasons why we did that. This was summer 2019, mind you. Number one, one of our co-founders actually owns a restaurant. And then number two, one of our competitors was purchased by McDonald's to help them with AI driven recommendations, kind of like what we're doing right now. So 2019, we developed this product, we took it out to market and bam, we've talked to a handful, more than a handful of folks, but then we failed. No one really understood the concept or really cared for ordering stuff on their phone, right? Particularly if they went to a brick and mortar store or a restaurant. So we shelled that idea, we put it in the garage, and then COVID comes March, February, March of last year. We pulled out of the garage, you know, retweaked it. And who would have thunk that the whole world is now trending or, you know, more so than in the past, doing stuff on their phone, that your, your local restaurants, you, the, the curbside pickup. So it just kind of nuts how all this uh, luck or you make your own luck, whatever, however you see it. Now we're just we're just growing like gangbusters because everyone wants to do everything on their phone and you take into uh, into account. So we developed this product called I order dot menu, mm-hmm. right? So you're a restaurateur, you, the, your customers can do online ordering on your phone. So, okay, fair enough, easy. But then you've got these other competitors like Uber Eats and Grubhub, they're charging these restaurants an arm and a leg, and they're taking all that restaurant's data. Yeah. So, uh, so we're not intending to compete with the, the Uber Eats, but we go to a restaurant and it's like, hey, Mr. Mr. Restaurant Owner, look, I understand that you know Uber Eats is giving uh, getting you orders, but if you're spending, if someone orders ten dollars. Three, four bucks is going right away, you know, to Uber Eats, and you don't get their data, and you can't do anything with that. So, all these things are, you know, coming together to help, you know, spurn our growth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People want to be able to use their data 
um, you know, that's something in, in measurable and actionable ways. Yeah. And are these, you know, mom and pops shops able to, like, they're, they're smart people. They run businesses. Are they able to right. understand how this plays out for them and how they can use data to, to better serve their customers? Are they really getting it? And then also, can they afford it? Um, so to your first question, yes and no. Not everyone's going to uh, understand that. So if you go to our website, the first thing it'll say there, if you're curious to uh, improve your company's data literacy, data literacy to drive growth, give us a call. Because we don't have time to waste on someone that may or may not understand the value of data. So we just want to, hey, I, I, Dan, you're a nice guy. If you're not data-driven, man, there are like thousands of other platforms that you could talk to. We want to talk to the people that want to learn, want to really learn and use their data. So uh, number one, we'll Yes to no. It just depends on who you are. That's and true. then number two, yes, it's affordable. That's we made it um, scalable. So the mom and pop uh, all the way to the big business can use our platform. Yeah, that's exciting. That's so that's so interesting. Um, so let's uh, let's explore the kind of the other side of that coin then, not necessarily a failure because you've said a couple of those, which is awesome. But what are the pain points that you see your customers today battling with? It's competing against their competitors and then just getting more sales. And then just the other thing, since you don't have the handholding anymore, you don't have the wait staff in front of you. Everything is being done on your phone. Everything is being social distance. It's just helping that, that client increase their average order value. Take, mm -hmm. for example, one of our customers, is, it's a Thai restaurant up the street from me. So their average order value is $30. Most people, when they order in a you know restaurant, uh, now they're ordering on the phone without anyone you know telling them, hey, recommending an appetizer or, or you know or a drink. They mainly stop at at the main meal. Yeah. So if a uh, restaurant average ticket value thirty bucks, you and your wife go out, it's fifteen a piece. But for us, we'll start analyzing patterns. What Dan's ordered in the past, what other what other similar buying patterns or order patterns similar to Dan. Now we start making those recommendations. So if you order a beef dish, hey, people that order beef dishes tend to order um, a Merlot or a Pilsner, right? And then maybe suggesting an appetizer. So it's playing with your, your psyche, right? With your customer experience, telling you what to do next um, and preventing customer indecision because you know, every software company or consultant will tell you, hey, we can improve your sales. I mean, we're, we're no different. But if you peel, you know, back the layers, look behind the onion, customer experience, preventing customer indecision, you know, telling them what to do next, all of a sudden, that $30 bill now becomes $40. That's a 33% increase. So mm -hmm. just little uh, slight movements like football game of inches. You know, 30 to 40 bucks, $10, 33%. That's going to help drive growth uh, for a restaurant. Yeah. Um, I mean, think about Amazon when you're, at, you're like, hey, I'm just going to buy one thing, but you end up buying <laughs> or Target, right? So they just that's that, that slight getting in your mind yeah, yeah. to drive growth using like your, your, your data. 
It's like you're looking over my shoulder when I'm shopping, man. Come on, stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, and it's, and it's, it's so I hadn't even thought of that until this conversation right now. Um, I, I used to work in food service. I was a server. I was a, a manager. I was a bartender. I've done all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, it's all about that. Well, you know, the last person I had that ordered that uh, fettuccine really loved this uh, Pinot Grigio. They're like, yeah. oh, maybe I'll have a cup of that. Right. And then you come, you come out with the, the, the platter of desserts. You're like, now nah, I'm yeah. sure you're probably full, but, and they're like, oh, exactly. Was, right. So now and you can do that with you, your phone. Yeah. You can do it with your phone. No one's behind you. It's the old, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be 50 this year. Right. Uh, you see McDonald's, uh, back in the day, Hey, would you like fries with that? Right. That's, <laughs> that's it. Right. And yeah. then how, would you like that simple old school saying, would you like fries with that? The old upsell, cross sell, would you like to buy the value meal, Dan? Yep. That that's yep. it. And it was successful McDonald's. It's successful for Amazon. And now our goal is to make it, uh, you know, successful for this uh, the mom and pops out there. Yeah, uh, this that's incredible. And 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 as consumers, for the most part, we really we want that. We don't mind it. We also kind of want it. Help me. Yeah. Make that sound that you call it consumer indecision. Um, yeah. Too many, too many choices. I'm going to shut down. But if you helped me and prompt me, I'm going to make it make a decision. Yeah. Just take for example. So uh, you know, during the holidays, we bought uh, these lawn ornaments, right from uh, from Lowe's. So we bought um, uh, like a minion lawn ornament, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, and then so we brought that, and then Lowe's recommended you know an extension cord. And extra, I think, light bulbs, if you believe, uh, if I believe, if I remember. So that's Lowe's. That's a big company, right? Yeah. What about the small mom and pops, the the second tier hardware stores that don't have that, right? So Lowe's recognizes that they're a big, giant, billion-dollar company. Okay, people that bought lawn ornaments need to buy extension cords because you may forget, like, oh, yeah, I need an extension cord. Yeah. But now we can do that, the old upsell, cross-sell for – for uh, mom and pop businesses and the mid mid level businesses, and yeah. and that's it. We're just, you know, synthesizing your data and giving you the power to use it. Yeah, that's awesome, Jerry. All right, so I've got I've got one more question that's a really fun one here in a minute. But first, I want to make sure that the listeners who think that you are a rock star because you are can follow along and maybe come to another show. Um, where where can folks connect with you and with Standard Insights? What's the best way? Yeah, to find so you? they can um, find me on LinkedIn, Jerry Abyog, Standard Insights. I'm the only one there. They can go to our website, standardinsights.io, or heck, shoot me an email, jerry, J-E-R-R-Y, at standardinsights.io. Fantastic. All right, Jerry, so here's the thing. Uh, we've, as, as we are these rock stars that we are, rock stars are counterculture. Maybe they're a little counterintuitive. So here's my question for you. Think about it this way. Is there anything that you've uh, learned over the years or advice that you've given that seems counterintuitive at first, but then has a massive impact on business once it's implemented? Man, learn to be uncomfortable, right? So this whole idea of um, digital transformation, right? Yeah, it's been around for a while, but really hit home for most people dur- uh, during COVID. So basics using, you know, digital technology to fundamentally change two things, the way your business operates and the way you, your business provides value to the customers. But it's going to require cultural change it's going to require you to challenge you know challenge the the status quo and maybe even get comfortable with failure right because this digital transformation it's it's 
it's kind of newish. It's not new, new, but it's kind of, but learn to uh, be uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. learn to be uncomfortable when things sometimes suck that you can grow, whether it's in your business or in your personal life. Great advice. I'm going to embrace that. That's awesome. Um, Jerry, you are a rock star. Jerry Abiog with Standard Insights. Thanks so much for being a part of Agency Rockstars, my friend. Hey, thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.